Hey there fantasy owners, welcome to LTC Fantasy here. Not sure if you're chiming in watching via YouTube or listening via podcast, but really do appreciate you watching the episode no matter how you're streaming it. I'd like to take a moment to thank our new subscribers and current subscribers. Really do appreciate the support. And if you don't currently subscribe, don't forget to do so as we have three episodes that come out every week to hopefully help strengthen your fantasy roster or find that edge for you to get your, your fantasy win or move up in the standings. And we also have our daily shorts that come out that look at three players for the next day's games to hopefully, if you're in a pinch, find somebody to give you that little bit of an edge for your fantasy league there. Uh, today's our waiver wire episode, so we're going to look at some goalies, some defensemen, and some forwards that have low ownership that have either started out strong or might get a little bit out of opportunity due to injuries, etc., to hopefully help strengthen your roster, not only for this week, but hopefully future weeks as well. Uh, so we'll get right into it. Some goaltenders to look at here. Uh, first one is Carter Hart from Philadelphia there. He's owned in 56% of Yahoo leagues. He's currently 2-0-0. He has a 2.00 goals against average and 940 save percentage. Really great start for him to start out. Maybe He's a young kid, lots of talent there. Philly should be better than they were last year. Kind of hard to be that kind of a tire fire again. So with that, Hart should have some more fantasy relevance for you. Uh, next one's Linus Allmark from Boston, owned in 57% of Yahoo leagues. Currently, he's 2-0-1-0 as well. He has a 2.5 goals against average and 9.34 save percentage. With that, some really nice numbers. Him and Swayman are playing in tandem, but Swayman's struggling out of the gate, and with that, might create a little more opportunity for Allmark to get a few more starts in Swayman, and with that, increases fantasy value for you. Uh, next one's Philip Grubauer from Seattle, owned in 29% of Yahoo leagues. He's 0-1-1 with a 4.26 goals against average and 8.51 save percentage. Yes, he has struggled since coming over to Seattle, struggling a bit to start this year, but Seattle is an improved team. Will they be a playoff team? By no means will they even be close, but... With being an improved team, it should help him improve his numbers and become a little bit more fantasy relevant, especially if you're looking for a goalie due to injury like Murray, etc. Uh, same with the next one, Vitek Vanasek from New Jersey, owned in 44% of Yahoo leagues. He's 0-1-0, only played the one game, gave up 5 and a 7.73 save percentage. So yeah, it was an ugly first game for him, but New Jersey is a pretty good team. Blackwood, who he's playing in tandem with to start the season, he's had his injury concerns the last couple of years. And with the injury concerns with Blackwood, New Jersey being a stronger team, Vanessa might prove to be a decent pickup if you need a goalie, again, due to injury, etc. there. And the last one's John Gibson from Anaheim, owned in 29% of Yahoo leagues. So far, he's 1-2. and two. Ugly 5.96 goals against average and 8.72 save percentage. But with that, if you do have an injury, he does get a ton of starts, so he does play a lot. He's definitely not going to have a six, give up six a game throughout the course of the season. And his save percentage is well over nine career-wise, so those numbers should improve. Might be able to sneak out a few wins here and there. Wins are still going to be hard to come by in Anaheim, but might be a decent depth move if you're in need of a goalie. 
Uh, so we'll move along to some defensemen. First one is Shane Gostisbehere from Arizona. Owned in 38% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second pairing and top power play unit. Also gets second unit PK time. And he's had a hell of a start. Five points in three games. Nine shots on goal and five blocks. Of course, he won't keep up that kind of production. Five points every three games. But he should be a pretty good fantasy player for you year-round. Other than plus-minus. Plus-minus is definitely going to hurt in the desert. But... Other than that, should put up some decent stats for you. Uh, next one is Justin Schultz in Seattle. Only owned in 9% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on the second pairing and top power play unit. So far, he's put up three points in four games and has eight shots on goal. So, pretty nice start for him. He's getting more opportunity in Seattle, not buried behind Carlson and Orlov, etc. So, with that and getting some power play time, he has produced and... Other than Dunn, he should be getting power play time throughout the season, whether it be the first unit or second unit. So he should be a decent contributor, more of a depth defenseman on your roster there. Uh, next one's Ivan Provorov from Philly, owned in 55% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that top pairing. And for all kind of cats leagues, what a darling so far the first couple of games there. He's put up three points in two games. Has nine shots on goal, nine hits, and 11 blocks. Like, he's putting up numbers no matter what the category, so he has been very relevant. Should be, at the very worst, a decent depth defenseman for you, no matter what format you're playing in. Might turn out to be a really good defenseman for you if you're play where there's a lot of categories being scored on there. Uh, next one's Mario Ferraro from San Jose, owned in 10% of Yahoo Leagues. Currently on the third pairing, but gets second unit power play time and uh, top PK unit time. So far, he's put up three points in four games, and he has ten blocks. So he's getting a ton of ice time there. We always knew he could block. He already has ten already this year. But it's the offensive production with Burns being shipped out. He's getting more offensive opportunity there and it showed so far this year will it keep up hard to say San Jose is going to struggle but his numbers offensively should be better than they were last year uh, next one is Ben Sherratt in Detroit owned in six percent of Yahoo leagues playing on that top pairing there and also plays on the top penalty kill unit so far he's put up two points in three games played he has six shots on goal seven hits and five blocks on that top pairing, he's playing with Cider there, getting some lots of ice time. Should be able to get some piggyback points. So I do see him always being decent in hits and blocks, but getting a little bit more offensive production. Uh, next one is Hampus Lindholm in Boston, owned in 63% of Yahoo leagues. Playing top pairing, top power play unit. Uh, so far, he's put up two points in three games, has four shots on goal and four blocks. Really, with McAvoy and Grzelcic out, longer, longer term, out at least another month, maybe two months there, he's getting every opportunity. And with that, he should be a decent depth defenseman for at least the next four to eight weeks there. Uh, next one is Matt Dumba in Minnesota, owned in 44% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the second pairing there. And so far, he's put up two points in three games played. He has seven shots on goal and five hits. Nice, well-rounded defenseman for you. Of course, with him, health is a concern, but so far, so good. Knock on wood. Mind you, 
Not much runway, only three games in, but if he does stay healthy, he should be a decent depth defenseman for you. Uh, next one is Matt Roy in L.A. There, owned in 4% of Yahoo Leagues, playing on the second pairing and also gets some penalty kill time. So far, he's put up two points in four games played, and with that decent production, half point per game, but he's also had 13 blocks and eight hits, so those secondary cats are really where his value is really coming into play. And if he tends to even average 30 points over the season, he should be a decent depth defenseman in certain, depending how your league is scored anyways. Uh, next one is J.J. Moser in Arizona, owned in 1% of Yahoo League, so basically available everywhere. He's playing on the top pairing, also getting top unit power play time and top PK time. He has three points in three games played, and he's had six blocks in those three games. With Chikrin out, he's getting more opportunity, and if he continues to improve, he's going to force himself to get some more opportunity even when Chikrin returns there. Uh, next one is Vince Dunn in Seattle, owned in 39% of Yahoo Leagues, plays on that top pairing and second power play unit. So far, two points in four games played, so half point per game, a little better than he was last year, and six shots on goal. With that, he's going to get power play time, might even bump up to first unit depending with Schultz, etc., but... He will be one of the focal points on the back end and should be a decent depth move for you in most formats there. Uh, next one is Eric Gustafson in Washington. Available everywhere, 0% owned. Playing on the third pairing but does get second unit power play time. He does have two points in four games so far with four shots on goal and six hits. I didn't. He's hitting a little bit more than he usually does there. With that, he's a pure offensive play because he is an offensive defenseman because he does have his defensive liabilities. But if he's slotted right in Washington, he should get some decent production for you. And don't forget that just a few years ago, he did have a couple really good seasons in Chicago there. So in a deep, deep league, he might be a decent depth move for you. And the last defenseman is Keandre Miller for the Rangers there, owned in 44% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that second pairing, and so far he put up two points in four games, so half point per game, better than what he was last year. Mind you, again, not much runway, only being four games in. But he has fired nine pucks on net, so he's shooting more so far, and he has eight hits, so if hits are counted in your league, he might be a decent depth option for you. So we'll move along to some forwards. The first one is Nino Niederreiter from Nashville there. Playing on the second line and second power play unit. Listed as a left winger. Owned in 37% of Yahoo leagues. So far he's potted four goals in four games played. He's also had 10 shots on goal and 10 hits. So quite a few shots and hits so far to start the season. And with him being in the top six and not the bottom six like he was most of the season in Carolina. He's getting more opportunity and it's starting to pay off and should be fantasy relevant as long as he stays in that top six there. Uh, next one is Travis Konechny in Philly, listed as a right winger, owned in 29% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that top line and top power play unit. Off to a really good start, four points in his first two games there with six shots on goal. He does shoot the puck a lot even last year, which was a down year for him. He did get quite a few shots on goal. This year, playing on that top line, getting most of the prime minutes there with some 
people moving onward like Drew, etc., starting to pay off offensively for him. Uh, next one's Martin Nikas in Carolina there, listed as a right winger, owned in 28% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that second line and second power play unit, and off to a really good start. Put up five points in his first three games there, has nine shots on goal. Similar to Niederreiter, he's not in the bottom six right now. He's up in the top six, and he is an offensive player. So if he gets those prime minutes, he should continue to produce and should be a decent depth player going along. Uh, next one's Gabriel Velarde in L.A., listed as left winger, right winger, only owned in 3% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that third line and second power play unit. And that third line in L.A. has really been producing. So Velarde has five points in four games played with 10 shots on goal. As long as that line continues to produce, they get some favorable defensive matchups, which should increase their chances. Don't see why you wouldn't pick them up in a deeper league there. Next one's one of his linemates in Alex Iafalo, listed as a left winger, owned in 5% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that third pairing and second power play unit. He also gets top unit PK time, so he does get a lot more ice time than a normal third liner there. And he's also put up five points in four games, so similar to Velarde, as long as that line's producing getting some favorable matchups. They should get some offensive zone starts, etc., and should continue to produce. Uh, going over to Seattle, look at Alex Burakowski, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 36% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that top line, second power play unit there, and he's had a good start putting up five points in his first four games with 10 shots on goal. Of course, not going to keep up that over a point per game production, but he was fantasy relevant in Colorado as a secondary piece, and now he's a primary piece in Seattle, so he will get even more opportunity there and should be able to produce. Next one is, is one of his linemates in Matty Beneers, listed as a center, owned in 50% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the top line and top power play unit. Uh, so far, good for the rookie there. He's put up four points in his first four games played. Has nine shots on goal, and also mentioned he has four blocks. You don't see a lot of young players block the puck, but he's doing it so far there. Point per game player so far. Of course, you probably won't keep that up as a rookie, but should be a decent complimentary piece on your fantasy roster. Uh, next one's Mason Marchment in Dallas, listed as left winger, right winger, owned in 35% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on that second line and second power play unit. He's so far so good for him too. Five points in three games played, nine shots on goal and four hits. He did spend most of his, put up, had a pretty good season last year and spent most of his time on the third line in Florida. Now he's up in that top six, getting a little bit of power play time, etc. Should hopefully produce as a top line in Dallas with Hintz, Robertson, and Pavelski probably get the tougher defensive matchups there. Uh, next one is Victor Olofsson in Buffalo, listed as a right winger, owned in 14% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that top line and second power play unit. Only played two games so far, but he has two goals in those two games and seven shots on goal. So as long as he stays on that top line, he can be a little bit streaky, which can be frustrating. Got him in my dynasty league. Have to say that sometimes he really frustrates me. But... When he does produce, he is a very good player, so it might be one that you 
dress for a week and kind of sit for a game or two if he's on a cold spell, etc. But be a decent pickup in a deep league anyways. Uh, next one is Jaden Schwartz in Seattle there, listed as a left winger, owned in 7% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that second line, second power play unit, also getting some PK time there. He's put up three points in four games, so pretty decent production for more of a depth piece. And in that, he has 13 shots on goal and eight hits. So if hits are counted in your league, that might be somebody to consider as a depth player there. Uh, next one is Ryan Strom in Anaheim, listed as a center, owned in 19% of Yahoo leagues, played on that top line and top power play unit. So far, three points in three games played. So he is, yes, he did play on the second line for the Rangers, but he's playing top line minutes now, and with that little bit of ice time, might help him increase production a little bit there. Uh, next one is Jason Zucker in Pittsburgh. Listed as a left winger, only owned in 2% of Yahoo leagues as he's really struggled the last few seasons, but played on that second line and second power play unit. So far he has three points in three games played with nine shots on goal and eight hits. Uh, he's starting out on Malkin's wing there and with that knocking Kapanen down the depth chart a bit. He is starting to produce. Can he keep that up? Hard to say because the last couple of seasons have definitely been underwhelming. But he has shown that when he did play with Crosby when he first came over and with Malkin now, he is producing. So as long as he stays in that top six role, should be able to produce for you. Uh, next one is Pavel Zaka in Boston there, listed as center left wing, only owned in 5% of Yahoo leagues. Plays on that second line and second power play unit, and so far so good for him too. Three points in three games played with nine shots on goal. He's playing on Pasternak's line right now, and with that he should be able to get some assists. You just feed him the puck and let, let Pasty bury it there. Uh, next one is TJ Oshie in Washington, listed as center right winger, owned in 36% of Yahoo leagues. Playing on that second line and top power play unit, and he's put up three points in four games played. He has nine shots on goal and ten hits. So really the secondary production is good. Injury's really a concern with Oshie. But as long as he's on that top power play unit, might be worth just being a depth piece. Their power play's pretty good with Ovechkin firing the puck there. Uh, next one's Nick Suzuki in Montreal, listed as a center, owned in 64% of Yahoo leagues, playing on that top line, top power play unit, and second penalty kill unit, and off to a really good start. Five points in four games played, 13 shots on goal, five blocks, and five hits, so he's kind of contributing in every category, especially offensively there, and that top line should be really good in Montreal this year with him and Caulfield on it. Uh, next one's Ryan Johansson in Nashville, listed as a center, owned in 29% of Yahoo leagues, centering that second line and top power play unit. So far he has three points in four games played. He had a really good season last year and off to a good start this year. Seven shots on goal and has thrown eight hits. He's thrown the body a bit more than he has in the past, at least to start the season. It might be a decent depth option in a deeper league for you. Next one's Eli Tolvainen, listed as a left winger, owned in 6% of Yahoo leagues, playing on the second line and second power play unit. So far he's put up three points in four games played. He has nine blocks, so quite a few blocks, especially for a forward, and five hits. 
he is in that top six right now. He was always buried in the bottom six, getting a little bit of PK time because he had his defensive liability. But nine blocks to start, he's shown he's committed to the other side of the puck at least early on. So if that keeps up, he should be in the top six, and he is an offensively-minded player there. Uh, next one's Tyler Sagan, listed as center right winger, owned in 65% of Yahoo League, so just right at our 65% cutoff. He's center on the second line, second power play unit. So far, four points in three games played, so really producing decently so far with seven shots on goal. We know Sagan does have talent there. He is aging, but still a decent depth move, and 65% owned shows that owners are taking notice there. Uh, next one is Anders Lee from the Islanders, listed as a left winger, only owned in 26% of Yahoo leagues, plays on that top line and top power play unit. So far, three points in two games played. He is kind of a streaky player, but he did have over 30 goals last year, over a point per game so far. Might be a decent depth move for you. Uh, next one is Kevin Hayes in Philly, listed as a center, only owned in 3% of Yahoo leagues, probably because he barely played last year. On the top line, top power play unit and second penalty kill unit. But he's playing on the top line with Konechny, and like Konechny, he is producing. He has three points in the two games so far with five shots on goal. And as long as he can stay healthy with some of the bodies that have moved out, he's definitely going to be playing most of the primary offensive type situations. And with that, could be a decent depth piece for you. Uh, next one is Matt Barzell from the Islanders, listed as a center, owned in 63% of Yahoo leagues, centering that second line, and is on the top power play unit. He has three points so far in two games played, with seven shots on goal. He had a bit of a down year, still over 50 points last year, and he is the most offensive player on the Islanders. With Trotz moving out so far, it seems that they've opened it up so far. They scored seven the, the other night there. So with that, Barzell should prove to be fantasy relevant this year. Uh, next one is Chandler Stevenson in Vegas. Listed as center right winger, owned in 40% of Yahoo leagues. On that second line, top power play unit and top PK unit. Really had kind of a breakout season last year with all the injuries in Vegas. And now this year it's more of the uh, having to ship out bodies to be cap compliant kind of situation. And with that he's producing as three points and three games played so far. No reason why he shouldn't be fantasy relevant for you. So it would be a decent pickup, especially in a deeper league. And the last one's Mikhail Granlin from Nashville, listed as a center, owned in 24% of Yahoo leagues, centers at top line, also plays on the top power play unit and second penalty kill unit. So far, putting up three points in four games played, had a fairly decent season last year, continuing into this year, has eight shots on goal, so shooting the puck a little bit more, at least to start, and seven hits, so throwing the body around, so it might be a decent depth move for you, depending how your league is formatted. Do hope you did enjoy today's episode. We'll be out in a few days with another one. If you did like it, remember to hit like, hit subscribe, remember that notification bell if you're watching via YouTube. If you're listening via podcast, remember to hit subscribe, hit that heart, hit follow, etc., depending what platform you're watching it on. And good luck in week two there, fantasy owners, and we'll talk to you soon.